0: Let's go. So, welcome back, everybody, to You Chat Too Much podcast. Uh, thank you for the support so far. We're back with our second episode. Majid, welcome back. How's your week been? Thanks, Joe. Um, all good. Um, I've been really excited to finish uh, the school week,
1: um, mainly because uh, we've been online schooling for eighty percent of the year. So. It's exciting to get a break from that, um, but then at the same time, um, got nothing to do for the summer holidays. so that's that. It's been bittersweet in that sense. We'll t- we're going to talk a little bit more about that, what's happened. But um, yeah, and then um, been catching up on the Euros. Do I dare to believe? I mean, England have broken my heart so many occasions. You know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still like now they're in the semi-final. i recording this. Today's the semi-final, isn't it? So, is it today? No, tomorrow. Tomorrow's the semi-final. So, um, I think I'll believe once they if they win the semi-final, and then I'll be like proper up for it. But yeah, apart from that, nothing much. Um, I don't really want to get into too much of what we're going to talk about later. So, Um, how about you? You're in the UK. Things things must be you must be excited
0: about 19th of July. Well, yeah. I mean, it was uh, Boris was talking about potentially changing it. Um, whether he would, various health um, experts were talking, saying whether whether he should uh, reduce the restrictions or not. So it was, it was quite relieve relieving to to hear that he is going to reduce the restrictions. You know, I think uh, you know we make this point and we talk about this. I'm sure, like you know, within this podcast, but you know, we're not experts at all. But at some point. Surely we've got to learn to live with it. We've got to trust the vaccine. Um, and, you know, looking regarding the UK, specifically at the minute, I think, I think it's the numbers are around 80% have had their first. You know, 60, 70% have had their second um, of the people that are allowed to uh, have their vaccine. And and our death rate, despite the fact our infection rate is quite high. Um, the death rate is, is super, super low. Um, and I don't, from what you hear, and this is obviously just from media, you hear that ho- hospitals are, are coping with things. So at some point we do have to start to learn to live with it, um, but you, know, you never know. And I mean, uh, and you're obviously in a different situation in Malaysia at the minute. I mean, yeah, I'm like you, I'm overwhelmed by England's performance. <laughs> I couldn't quite believe I was watching a, a quarter-final the other night. Like I was watching it as if it was like a friendly or a group stage or exhibition game. It, it just seemed way too good to be true. But they, they, they seem like a special bunch of players and, and Southgate's definitely done a great job. So today we're going to talk about lockdown. Matt, do you want to start us off? How did you feel about lockdown?
1: I think before we start, uh, I think you have a better memory of the different phases of lockdown. Um, do you want to kind of explain? Because I can't remember; they're all muddled into one now. It's been <laughs> it's been such a painful, almost 18 months. So I can't really. Rem- I can remember the first, the very first one, and yeah. then we've been in and out of so many. And I can't remember the different, the different rules and SOPs and stuff. So you have a better memory that you want to share with everyone else just so they get a bit of context?
0: Well yeah I mean Malaysia you know from Malaysia's standpoint and I I think the rest of the world kind of did similar there were there weren't a lot of different phases of lockdowns but from Malaysia's point of view and our experience we had that very first lockdown and I think I think we can all agree that initially that started off as like really quite fun like a little bit novel we were we were um, kind of stuck at home. We were enjoying doing Zoom meetings and Zoom parties and online quizzes. And um, you know, for some parts of that first lockdown, you were able to socialise within bubbles. So you might have friends in your apartment block come up, and you weren't doing school. It was online school, and initially, online school was quite fun. So I think you know, I spoke to Madge about this um, before we started recording, and. Lockdown was like a roller coaster because you'd have those real ups and you were quite enjoying it, and then you know it it plummet and you'd you'd be in you know we talk about we'd be in the pit. The second lockdown was after we had then come out of lockdown and we'd had um we'd had a summer holiday, so we had all travelled and we were super super fortunate, like really privileged in Malaysia because they were they um, allowed you to travel, and then we were. You know, we went to the beach and we socialised and everything seemed, you know, fairly back to normal. And then when we get back to, um, to school, we then had, I think we had maybe one or two weeks in school. And then we started getting some more cases again and, and the numbers started to, to go up. So we went back into another lockdown. This was one of those situations where then it was still annoying but then there were certain things still open. So if you remember, Madge, we had like golf was still open. You could still go to, um, you could still shop. So certain shops are open. So there were certain things that you could do, but school was shut. And I think at this point, I don't know whether you agree, but at this point school was still fairly novel and a bit fun. And, oh, I can, I quite enjoy the fact we do lessons from eight till three and then that's it in a, in a sense, you know? I think when it moved into like the kind of third phase and potentially in your situation now the fourth phase, is it you don't feel like anything's necessarily progressing? And school is getting tougher and tougher because I think the kids are finding it it, you know, harder. And also we're very, you know, in our subject as PE, we've had it really rough. But then on the flip side to that is you've got a lot of teachers that have so much marking because everything has to be scanned and photocopied and sent in and you have to do marking online that actually the workload for staff can actually be really can be really long so we've now gone back into another lockdown and and you're obviously now experiencing that and I think that's where you start to really look at like you know, a feeling, a sense of like a lack of purpose. What am I doing with my day? Nothing's happening. You know, you look at mental health and we're going to talk about mental health later. You know, it's a, it it was a whole host of emotions of the enjoyment of, oh, we can stay at home and um have like a, a lazy morning and then start our lessons. And then, you know, or the fact that you're just not going into school. So, yeah, that's my... My, you know, uh, recognition of, of what happened. What about you? How did you feel? You know what? Actually, you've
1: gone through it all. It's kind of bringing back bring it back the memories of the holiday. Like this time last year, we were on, yeah. we were on the beach. Weren't we? And um, yeah, I, I remember. And, and you're saying that those lockdowns, especially like that second lockdown, although school was, I mean, we were on lo- online for a while and then it was okay for a bit. And then it just got, it was quite difficult to teach on it. And then, mm-hmm um but you said like normal stuff was open i, I was still playing tennis uh, you were mm-hmm. playing golf um i think the gyms are open um yeah there were limitations to the gyms uh, most restaurants were open as long as you like sat in small groups until a certain time the malls were open so pretty much the, the that's your life was pretty normal i mean there were restrictions it was just a school when it? it was just a bit um yeah. it was a bit it got a bit down after that um and then we, we then we went out I think, but and then it went back in, and then now it's just got even worse. Like now, so the first ever lockdown, it was like something like 30 cases a day or something. And we went into a proper, straight lockdown, which meant no one's allowed to leave the house. Like you're mm-hmm. only allowed to leave the house, one person to go to the supermarket, and that was it. Like take out food, uh, and that's it, pretty much it. There was no movement. And that start, like you said, it was the novelty. And I remember we went for that meal at Chili's the, yeah. uh, the night before. And we were like, ah, two weeks, nothing, no problem. You know, we'll, we'll just, uh, we'll just we'll bounce back. And it ended up being four six weeks or something. Um, and yeah, that straight away, uh, you, you're saying all those like quizzes that we did and, like, the, the, and that fell off straight away, didn't it? Uh, I think people started realising that it, it, this was a long game rather than a short game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that first, first lockdown, straight away, like, Within a couple of days, um, I realized I couldn't I couldn't do it. I couldn't stay home. Like, um, I was just saying to you off air earlier that this is so basically now we're in the same and and if I don't if I don't get out of the house, if I don't do anything active around three, four o'clock, I get really, really agitated. I, I get really fidgety, I can't sit down, I can't do anything. Um, I won't be able to sleep that night because I've had too much rest and I can't focus on TV or wherever. Um, that's what that first, first lockdown uh, was for me. Um, I've, to be honest, this episode's come at a good time because I'm I'm really frustrated, quite angry about the whole situation. Um, and I, I've got to be careful because if I say the wrong thing, you know what government's like here. But, um, yeah, angry at the fact that, you feel helpless in this situation. The things that the government are doing, not really working, not really helping, but we keep doing the same thing over and over again. And for me, like um, how we dealt with it at the start and compared to how the Western world dealt with it, they didn't take it serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we were like six months ahead. Like we took it serious at the start. Numbers went down while the numbers over there went crazy high. And in the UK, NHS really suffered and uh, a lot of people were dying and stuff. And then they got the vaccine and they rolled it out so quick. And obviously Malaysia's not really got their own vaccine, so they have to wait on, on buying it and stuff. But mm-hmm. they've been quite slow rolling it out. So now we've gone back to that very first lockdown. And I feel in, in like two weeks' time, UK is going to be open back to normal. We're back into that very first lockdown. We've, I feel like we're six months behind now. Yeah. Um, and And only recently they've they recently put a plan in place similar to what they did in the UK. Like By this date, this is going to be open. By that day, it's going to be open. And I just don't understand why that was not done before. It feels Malaysia is a country that's just going to follow other countries. So it, And it has done, if you look at the example. So hopefully, if that's the case and UK are going to lead on it and they open up on the 19th of July and everything works well, then hopefully that will have a knock-on effect over here and maybe we can move out of it a lot quicker. But on the other hand, it could not work as well and people uh the government uk government could look like fools as well but you know i commend them like the the leading the leading the race how they're doing it um i'd be a little bit more cautious i mean they've said mm. masks and social distancing is, is up to you is a personal choice i personally would be a little bit more uh stricter especially inside i wouldn't be so inside I'd I'd be a little bit more restrictive for maybe another month people can still do things you know it's not like um, just be a little bit more cautious but I think hopefully people will make
0: their own decision uh, Mm -hmm. going from what about, about you what was what was lockdown for you well yeah I mean it you know one point just on your previous I think the UK the UK are still trying to figure out like this like the rest of the world you know we're all trying to figure out how to learn learn and live with this and and how to cope with it so we see how it goes and I and I think I hope Malaysia continues to do well and and get back to where they were because they were like you said it was it was fantastic what we were doing at the start it's just seemed to have you know we've hit some hurdles maybe uh within Malaysia and and that's the difficulty now with the vaccine I think for me you know I, I I made a lot of those points with the lockdown one two and three I I'm very similar to you. I, I need to have something, um, and, you know, something to do. And, uh, I'm fine at times with like just relaxing. Uh, I'm fine with like, you know, getting um, immersed into Netflix seasons and, and series like we all did. Um, you know, but at some point then I think I start to be really agitated and I, now I need to go out and do something. Um, and then that's when you've, you've really got to kind of reflect on, on what you're doing. Madge, what do you think you've learned about yourself then during lockdown? Because we know it's been tough and you mentioned some things yeah. about needing exercise. So yeah. what else do you think you've learned? Uh,
1: similar to you in terms of like a schedule. I hate the idea of having a schedule because I think... Um, living your life by a schedule, kind of limits the creativity, but on the other hand, it makes, it makes you more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a friend who in in Egypt, man, he used to like just get up in the morning, like what you up to on the weekend. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to go for a coffee in the morning. And then you ask him what, what did you do on the weekend? And he's got all these stories that just start from a coffee. He had nothing planned. And he's just one of those guys that just kind of goes with the flow. I could yeah. never do that, you know? Um, and I think, um, with, with with lockdown, like straight away, when I realised within a couple of days, look, I can't do this like this. Like, I, I can't continue like this. So I had to then create a schedule and just fill my time um, with things. And, and I can talk about a little bit more about that. But um, straight away, I've always exercised. I've always exercised every single day. And, and up to that point, I thought exercise was more of a transactional, you know, burn calories, eat calories, burn calories sort of thing. And it was more to, you know, to help with weight management and stuff, but um, I quickly realised how much actually exercise for me was for, for my mental health. Um, that's something that I've learned over this year that I need exercise more for my mental health than I do for my physical health. Um, and in that, it means I've actually toned down in terms of my exercise routine. Like I used to do religiously like an hour a day, but like now I just kind of go with what I need. Uh, as long as I do something... Um, and try to do something outside as well that how just having the sunlight nature uh how that has an impact on my mental health um in terms of like we talk we talk a little bit more about mental health I've, I've i've always been quite good in recognizing when i'm down and when i'm you know uh, and what i can do I, you remember that day when i came into work and mm. i just said I, I feel really down today yeah i just came in and i was like i woke up and i was just in like that depressive mood and like I came to work, and I was just telling you guys I taught my lesson. And what was good about that was all all you guys there were three, four of us in the department, and you just all came up to me, and like, we just chatted through it. And what was what was interesting when I when I did bring that up was that actually everyone has gone through that themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I quickly did was I knew that that day was going to be like a, a down day, and I just went home and I went straight to exercise, and then I met you for lunch, and I quickly put things in place to try picking myself up. Um, and that and that's what it's been like during the lockdown. I, I feel like when I came to Malaysia I, um, before the lockdown happened, I was probably like a nine out of ten, ten out of ten. You know, I moved to a country uh, which I, which I really love living in because I loved it before. Uh, school was good. Uh, we were just ha- our first kid was born. Um, we moved into a nice apartment. Everything was looking good. You know, I was like a nine, ten out of ten, really really happy. And then as soon as lockdown happened. Uh, I think I, I think I've been like a five out of ten pretty mm-hmm. much the whole year. Um apart from those times when we've come out of lockdown and the routine comes back like so then I've got my football and my tennis and I'm able to socialize. Things started picking up, but it didn't go straight back up to like a seven, eight, nine. It, it slowly, slowly picked up. Yeah. And then we went back down. Um so for me, I know I'm at five. I know every day I'm a five out of ten. But I work so, so hard to keep me at five out of ten and not get loaded up. And I, yeah. and I'm also in perspective, know that this eventually will finish. Um, so it's about me just ticking along. It's not about trying to picking myself up, trying to get, like you said, um, try just accepting for what we are, where we are. Yeah. Um, I think the, the the one thing I worry about is how this is Im- going to impact my kids, you know, um, yeah. especially my first one, who's 20 months old, pretty much spent the whole time inside, Um can't like do much socializing is very limited i wonder Mm -hmm. how much of an impact that's going to have on the kids i mean even the kids that we teach when they have come to school you can see straight away the impact it's had it's not their confidence they've forgotten how to socialize yeah they've forgotten how to talk to people there's so much awkwardness between them Uh, and i wonder hopefully hopefully it's nothing because it's uh, such a young age but i do wonder you know if they get labeled as like the, you get the millennial kids and the generations there, yeah. Oh, they might be the COVID this kids. Is the you know? COVID generation. Um, and I think the other, the, yeah, it could be, you know, we'll see what happens. No one knows, knows what's going to happen. And um, I'm not seeing family. It's been two years. I'm not, I'm not seeing my family. Uh, I think it makes it worse, the fact that I've got two young kids under two years old and they've not seen my parents or seen anyone on my side in, in the UK. Um, and they were due to fly out they were due to fly out um a week before we went into that first lockdown, and it was so close yet so far you know um so it 's been difficult i think if I was in your situation like you you managed to fly home, I would have definitely uh, flown home, uh, but obviously with the new new one on the way, it just didn 't make sense. What have you learned about yourself during during the lockdown i mean what what things have you put in place
0: you know i th- I think there's there's similarities you know um we're trying to have a structure trying to do things um trying to have a walk every day um trying to maybe do some form of exercise um you know making food and and cooking food um you know it is just about and and this is something that I I go back and forward with like whether whether I enjoy this or not is kind of putting a bit of pressure on yourself and that's something that at times I feel like I put too much pressure on myself and I think we're all prone to that you know we we look at social media and people have you know obviously they've got nothing to do so they will post things on social media of all the things that they've done that day and they're just like little things that they're doing or skills that they're learning and you're sitting there and you're still in your you know you're still there in your loungewear pajamas whatever else and you haven't done anything so it kind of makes you kind of feel bad and that's obviously sometimes the negative of social media is like you you putting yourself up against somebody else um, you don't know how that person's feeling compared to you. you know I think um, I think the working out and things like that that was that was really um, my my first thing I would try and do you know and we had colleagues and staff members and friends that would lead workouts and they were great fun um but then after a while you know like we touched on earlier that novelty starts to um to kind of fall off and then you realize oh, you know i'm standing by myself again uh in a in one of the in a in a bedroom in a in the kitchen in the lounge wherever and you've got your laptop pointing at you and do i want to do this again you know so motivation is a is a constant battle and i and i think One thing I've learned is I'm not I'm not hugely motivated um, to work out just by myself. I'm I'm a big social, you know, social butterfly. I want to socialize, work out. I want to compete with somebody. You know, I I recognize that when I look to my left or right, I want to see what weight they're lifting. I'm not really worried about my personal goals. And, you know, I kind of just want to have that competition element. So without that, that that was really tough. Um, but you know, I think I think the biggest thing I've learned is to to maybe not be too hard on yourself, and to give yourself time to um, you know have a down day and just relax and chill and not have much to do, and then have days when um, like you talked about have those days when you're feeling a bit glum and just accept it and then ride it out, have a sleep, have some good food, do some exercise, and just kind of work on it and the next day once you've kind of done those things you'll often feel a lot better.
1: So one of the things I, I always kind of remind the students or the, that we teach is that just to kind of say this time that we have during lockdown we're never going to have this time again so make the most of it. So have you what have you done during this time um, what have you done during this time? That in terms of skills, have you looked at developing anything, or is there something that you're trying to focus on, trying to make the most out of this time?
0: Um, there was there was a couple of things initially. I think in that very first lockdown, I remember we have a uh, we have an Amazon equivalent in Malaysia called Lazada, and they were inundated with purchases by oh, by man. myself and most of <laughs> most of Malaysia you know, I bought bought tie-dye kits and I bought painting and things that, you know, all sorts. I think for me, the one thing that I did try and focus on was trying to learn something which could benefit me in the future. And that was learning a little bit about investing and stocks and shares and crypto and all those types of things. Um, But apart from that, I mean, I I did a podcast as well, right at the very start with one of our other friends, um, which was really good. And Hopefully, um, she'll record with me again at some point. Um, but, you know, it's nice. It's nice to have these conversations. Um, but like I said, also, not putting too much pressure on yourself is also good. And being able to switch off after work and put your laptop down is is something that I wanted to do. What about you? What skills did you learn? Uh, for me,
1: uh, like, like I said, within that first couple of days, I kind of quickly like had sat down and I kind of worked out what the things I wanted to do. I think one thing I, when I reflected was that I really need to work on my creativity side of things. I'm not really that creative. Um, Yeah. So one thing I am really interested in, I have a real keen interest in it is is like photography and videography. Like uh, whenever I travel, um, whenever, whenever I travel, I always like record, uh, everything like a make a like video and even like with with photos i always look at these quality photos and get really jealous of, of what they did so there was like an iphone photography class that was on discount at that time and and i went through that and that was really useful and then obviously you on youtube like learning the video, video you remember i bought the gimbal i bought the yeah, gimbal yeah. um to use just to go to cambodia like the and then we went into lockdown so that's brand new way in there. So I try to pick up on, on that. Um, I actually try to learn Urdu, which is like the, the language of Pakistan. Um, I, I, I speak, a, or no, I don't speak, but my mom and dad speak a dialect of Punjabi. And for me, I was really quite conscious of uh, my daughter. Um, she's going to learn English from us. Uh, my wife speaks Tamil, Malay. And then I also like trying to, I I know most of the language, I can understand it pretty good. I can't speak it as fluent. So my mum and dad speak to me in Punjabi, I reply back in English. That's how it's always been. So I thought, well, this is a good time to learn it. And I did, I I learned like the beginner's course of Urdu. And to be honest, I was quite surprised at how much I did know. But the problem I had was I couldn't use it. Um, And that's where I was at. So I've kind of knocked that on the head. Um, But a couple of times I've been, like the few times I've been to Pakistan or I went to India, um I picked it up pretty quickly. Like, I was there for like a couple of months, and I was pretty fluent by the time, by the time I left. so it's just about trying to be in that environment. but yeah, that was another thing that I looked at. Um, I think I got into more audio books. Uh, I realized that I was having a lot of downtime, so started so listening to a lot more audio books, making sure that I'm getting through the books a lot quicker than reading it. Um, but I also want to start reading this is what I'm gonna do for the next this upcoming lockdown. Uh, and then obviously now we start this podcast, um, the fact that we started the podcast and, uh, last week and up to now, and we launched it Monday, but well, today's Tuesday, uh, it's, it's actually kept me quite busy, you know, like, I've um, mm-hmm. had a lot, of, I've, I've had a few conversations already, like my friend rang me yesterday for an hour chatting about the podcast and the things that, that she learned from it. So it, it's like, it's, it's keeping me occupied, which is one of the reasons why I want to do the podcast because I knew that this next six, seven weeks um, was going to be tough for me. Um, but also just having these conversations between ourselves. So the podcast is something that I'm really developing. And plus, you're on holiday. You've left me to it. I've had to learn how to edit everything myself um, and how to, how to launch it. And you're just, you're just here for the ride. And so I'm having to learn all the skills by myself. Um, and the fact that you haven't—the fact that you haven't listened to the podcast—is—is is, is shocking, and I can't believe it. I want—I want you to hear why I have to suffer on the other end of this call. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh dear! It's all love. It's all love. Um, I think you—you you wanted to make a, a really important final point, yeah? Yeah,
0: I think. Uh, I mean, we could—we could moan and. Um, and talk about lockdowns and, and COVID in general, we could just sit here and moan for hours. And I think something that, something that I've learned is to just try, try, move on from it to some extent and try think about it, um, try think about the positives. You know, something that I, I wanted to kind of speak on at the end was this idea that, you know, we have no idea what to prepare for. Um, and we still don't really have any idea, um, you know, how to prepare with lockdowns. I think one thing that after time when you reflect on it is to have your freedom take away is something that we've all really struggled with, um, and it's really scary. But it's something that needs to be recognised um, by us that actually that that's a huge privilege that we have, that we're able to feel so annoyed about somebody saying you cannot do this and you cannot do that. Whereas there's a lot of people in the world that that's their daily, that's their daily life. That's their daily struggle. So I think for us, you know, we've reflected on our privilege. I think we've, you know, we've kind of been humbled by the whole situation. And I think we need to continue to do that because there's a lot of things that happen and and are continuously happening, um, which we are still, despite any type of lockdown, or any type of COVID restrictions or anything, SOPs in Malaysia, we're still in a very privileged position. Um, you know, we were fortunate enough to, to keep our jobs. We were fortunate enough to still being paid. Um, you know, our families were uh, being fed and we had no issues with things like that. <clears throat> so that's something I feel like I've taken away from this. And I think that's probably what also prompted sometimes the conversations that we have regarding privilege and upbringing and life and just general like race, religion, everything and above. And I think that's the positive that we can take out this. You know, this is something that we're going to talk about for generations and generations. It will most likely, because it's been a world pandemic, it will most likely be in history books and we've got to try, you know, Uh, reflect on the whole thing Um, but I think I just wanted to make that point that this wasn't a a podcast of two guys saying how rough their lockdowns have been Um, you know it's actually um, just our take on it but it could be a lot worse
1: Yeah Yeah. I think what you said there is 100% correct like we've got to put things into perspective you know Um, although I feel a lot better having that run (laughs) <laughs> um, maybe, maybe I'm like a 6 out of 10 instead of a 5 out of 10 right now but um, yeah we we definitely have to put things into perspective I mean even even for us at work we've had to take a little bit of a pay cut uh, this year uh, but they've been brilliant uh, we've got a job we've got food on the table But have got people like in India and Brazil where people are dying by thousands and um, you know in those countries that don't really have um A good infrastructure it's it's really hard for them and then now we're seeing how the vaccine is being rolled out um, and those countries that have a little bit of money can get the vaccine quicker it's not really fair is it so yeah having said all of that you know um, one thing I do remember I do remind myself is that we will get through this you know Um, I think what 18 months I think we've gone probably the hardest part of it Um, and the fact that other countries are succeeding in what they're doing um, Is only a blueprint for us to follow. And and if you keep reminding yourself that we've done the hard part um, and we're nearly there, um, I think you have to remind yourself of the things that work for you and do the things that make you happy, do the things that are going to get you through this time. Um, but also, don't forget to lean on people. Like The fact that I've got good people around me, the fact, imagine trying to do this lockdown without the technology. Like imagine you couldn't mm. do this through Zooms and Facebook time like how hard would it have been like netflix wasn't there oh my god i'd have probably headbutted the wall after about a few days so i think the fact that we've had all of this we'd be blessed that we've got that side of things to get through it um yeah i think we just got to remember um and don't 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 like don't be scared to reach out you know people are there for you i've i've reached out i've um leaned on people uh, and i've done it for other people as well it, it's worked the other way around uh, don't yeah, just don't keep it to yourself. Just keep keep talking. Know the people around you, how they can make you feel a lot better. Good stuff, Joseph. Another
0: podcast down? Two down. Many more to come. All right. Make sure you listen to this one, all right? Hi,
1: everyone. I just kind of wanted to uh, just come on at the end and just uh, just let you know that me and Joe, we're both in different countries and the internet's not great. So... There might be a little bit of lag, uh, sound quality might not be as great. Uh, we apologise for that, but hopefully you've probably got most of the points. Uh, and, and the other thing is that, you know, please share the podcast. If you know anyone who's, who would benefit from this, so like our first podcast about living abroad, if you know anyone who can resonate with it or the fact that um, there might be someone who's thinking about moving abroad, uh, please share that pod, uh, podcast, that episode. And even today, like lockdown, if you know of people who have struggled, um, I think we've all struggled. But I think if you, if um, yeah, people would benefit from it, we would appreciate that your support. Thanks. See you later.